Welcome to HB RV Lifestyle, the podcast. I am the host of Honey Badger, here to give it to you straight and transparent about the RV business and a lot of other things lately, too. Um, boy, it has been a very interesting week so far. So I took two days off, didn't, didn't record any episodes, mainly because I've been getting information from the Tampa Bay Show. And uh, it's not good, guys. It's not looking good. So the Tampa Bay RV Show is a benchmark for basically how the year is going to go. And right now, uh, it's absolute trash. Uh, For two days, both Thursday the 17th and Friday the 18th, dealerships haven't sold nearly even close to what they were selling in 2016, 17, and 18. It may be the worst Tampa Bay show since the Great Recession. And I think there's there's a lot of multiple factors involved. Factor number one is laziness on the dealership side. I think the other thing going on is the fact that dealerships on the East Coast typically uh, try to negotiate fees rather than a price. So what they do is they lowball you on the price and then they add a bunch of fees on top of it. And this is very common practice. This is something that's not new. Uh, I'll give you an example. So there's a trailer being sold down there for $13,995. Brand new, little 17-foot bunkhouse travel trailer. Uh, I had a customer reach out to me uh, through the my main YouTube channel saying by the time he got the full price, he was up back up to $20,000. And they weren't coming a penny off of that. Um, they're charging prep, freight, big dock and title fee. And if you're a cash buyer, they're not negotiating. Now that doesn't surprise me. So to give you guys an idea where that comes from, where that philosophy comes from about the low ball show price and plus, 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 is they'll take a trailer that, let's say, landed to them from the factory for $15,000. So most of your Keystone hideouts, your Springdale 1800BHs that are all stripped out, side-mounted radiator or side-mounted AC, no furnace, small little tiny crappy fridge, you know, no jacks, blah, blah, blah. It'll probably land after shipping, let's call it between $13,000 and $15,000. So what they do is they take and price it a thousand to two thousand dollars back of what it landed for and then they add all the fees to get to even and then they add their prep to basically make money so when reality when they add all these fees together on these little 17 foot bunkhouses they're really only making between eight and nine hundred bucks <clears throat> they're not making thousands and thousands of dollars They're trying to sprinkle all this magic fairy pixie dust all over deals. And they don't realize that people are smarter than that. This is a fucking 
buyer's market. And then I think the other factors involved involve the customer base itself. So there's a, 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 a disconnect between uh, the conduct of customers and the conduct of a finance manager. And what I mean by that is I'm getting a lot of emails. They're very rude, obnoxious emails. But I understand the people's anger about it. So um, this is the common story. I'm not going to give you a specific one, but there were 10 emails sent out to me asking for help because the people want out of a fifth wheel or they want out of a motorhome or travel trailer because life changed in four years or three years or whenever they decide to buy. And they're extremely upside down because, of course, they overpaid during COVID or they were comparing all the used prices to COVID when they were going to sell it originally. So I'm going to give you kind of a background in that, meaning you had a customer walked into the dealership lot and loved the trade value in 2021. Oh my God, that's more money than I paid for it brand new. But I don't like the high prices that are going on right now. Okay, so they didn't sell it when the market was at its peak. Now they're seeing all these really heavily discounted prices, but yet they want COVID money for their trade, right? So that's what I'm referring to, okay? And then the reality is starting to set in for these people. So what they've decided to do is taken a lot of my knowledge that I pass on to you on my regular channel and say, look, go in with the mindset of looking for a difference figure and negotiate the cash out of pocket. Okay. <clears throat> if you negotiate the cash out of pocket and the difference figure, you're going to have a lot better time finding the right deal on the right unit for you. Playing this bullshit about values and what my trade's worth, that, that's not helpful. And the reason why it's not helpful, and I'm going to explain this real quick because I'm getting a little sidetracked, but the difference figure between what new stuff is going for now and what your trade is really worth. Let me repeat that again so everybody has an understanding. The difference figure between what people are selling their new RV, selling new RVs for today at dealerships compared to the value of what your trade-in is, that difference figure between the two hasn't changed in three and a half years. Okay, so, well, I'm not quite three and a half, three and a quarter years. So, in just over three years, the difference figure hasn't freaking changed. The values have changed. New has come down in price, which has made used prices crash. So, the values changed, but the difference figure hasn't. That's going to change probably around summer, fall, this coming year, that's going to change. That margin's going to widen. So people are being smart. You guys, the customers, listen to this. I'm going to give the customers a lot of fucking credit, man. You guys are listening to what I'm telling you. 
Maybe it's because YouTube finally pushed out my shit where people are actually being able to watch those videos and get the correct information, not the BS that other guys put out there. So you're walking in, but the finance managers, their etiquette has completely gone out the fucking window because, well, they're $20,000 upside down in their trade and you only have five grand cash. Oh, let me put that in the drawer. I'm serious, guys. There's 10 buyers. And if you're a dealership, if you're Lazy Days, Camping World, General RV, whoever you are, and you're in Florida, and you're at the Tampa Bay Show, hear me out. You guys lost 10 deals. Minimum. I've sent these people to guys I know that will get the deal done. One of them's a friend of mine in Louis in um, Louisiana. A lot like me, thinks outside of the box. Twenty grand buried, five grand out of pocket. I'm gonna make that work. Get over yourself, Mister Finance Managers, Mrs. Finance Managers, Mister Desk Guys, those supposed sales managers. Stop assuming what banks are going to do. Okay? Work the deal. Now, here's how I deal with things. I deal with things in a very different manner. I deal with things on a more logical level. What I tell people is what I can get max amount financed on a rig. And then I say, I have some magic tricks I'm getting, and what I do is I detail the magic because that's the only magic I have. I'm not magical with people. I'm horrible with people. I know I've sold RVs and I'm terrible with people because I'm a direct personality with a little bit of narcissism. Actually, probably a lot of narcissism more than likely. So I come off as rude and obnoxious to about 10% of the clients that buy RVs. The, 10% of the customers in the RV business and the RV life will never buy from me. 90% will, 10% won't. I'll take those odds. Because 90% of people like, like, holy crap, what? What do you mean no fifth wheel is four season? No, dude, how can it be a four season live-in unit when it only has a two inch thick sidewall? Make sense of that. Well, they put this kind of insulation. Bullshit. That's a freaking, that's, that's, that's the fairy godmother going bippity-boppity-boo. So if you're a sales manager, a GM of a dealership, and you're listening to this, you better talk to your finance people because I'm telling you, finance managers are lazy right now. COVID-19 lockdowns made them lazy. Because now they could cherry pick what deals to work on. And they're still cherry picking today. You have people with 800 plus credit walking away from the Tampa Bay show because they're upside down their trade and nobody is working with the customer to tell them we can help you out and get you done with very little cash but your payment's going to be more. Here's a great example, guys. I'll probably get in a little bit of trouble for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. So there's a camping world in Las Vegas. 
I've taken three deals from camp, that camping world in Las Vegas in the last two and a half weeks. Because whoever their finance person is, is lazy. Straight out lazy. Talked to all three customers. All three customers had varying situations, but the common denominator was they were all about $25,000 upside down in their trades. One guy I made it work with five grand out of pocket. One guy I made it work with $3,500 out of pocket. And one lady I did it with zero money out of pocket. But the, it's a conversation piece. Look, I can do it with no, with very no to very little cash. But your payment's going to be out of this world different than what you have now. Most people stare at me like, is this guy really telling me this? He's not saying if. I don't say if. So if I could do it, would you buy it today? Fuck that shit. I haven't done that in years. I haven't done that since I was a giant RV 10 years ago. 12 years ago. If, if I could, would you? If I could, would you? You can't do that with people that are severely upside down. You have to give them the talk. And the talk doesn't have to be mean. There's etiquette to it. Even I have proper etiquette. I told one lady <clears throat> the other day, look, you're $22,000 upside down in your current fifth wheel. And you want to go to a bigger one. Said the good news is you're going into a new one. If you're trying to go in a used one, I couldn't make it work. She goes, really? And I go, no. And the cheaper it is, the harder it's going to be. And I said, but here's how this is going to work. You're right now at 450 a month. She goes, yeah, you're going to be closer to 900. You're going to double your payment if you don't come up with any money out of pocket. And I said, so you really need to think about that for a second. Can you handle double the payment? Now, this is a lady that was willing to go to 600 a month. Okay. Now, the final payment we ended up getting her was around 685 bucks. I based it off of, I gave her worst case scenario. Like, worst case scenario, you're at $900. I said, best case scenario, maybe 675 and I said, that's still higher than where you want to be. Both payments are higher than when you want to be. But what I don't want to do is run your credit to death. Get it bought. And then you walk away because the payment's too high. So are you good at 900 a month with no money out of pocket? She said, no. Beautiful. No problem. Gave her a little, you know, gave her a, pat on the back metaphorically speaking and she left two days later she came back to the dealership and says 900 a month with zero out of pocket i go yes that's worst case scenario she goes let's do it and we we, we made it happen at 685 or 686 we made it really like <clears throat> we made it work pretty good i was very very pleased with how it turned out but again, that was up here. That was up in my mind. That was like, I know where I'm going with it. You know, I have a guy who had uh, 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 just his credit jacked to hell by an ex-wife. 
I don't know what personally happened. That's none of my business. But he told me, like, the divorce jacked him up. Nobody wanted to get him alone. Like I said, put the file in the drawer. Eh. When I have time, I'll deal with it. He's only a 580. I got the guy's pay stubs, got his W-2, got his utility bill, got him approved. Not on the trailer he wanted originally, but I got him approved on a used one. Guy is the happiest dude on God's green earth. So finance people, please, managers, please, stop playing the stupid game you're losing deals in a market where there are buyers guys if you don't believe me as a customer or as a dealership or as a factory there are a lot of buyers in the market there are more buyers in the market right now i'm talking about real authentic rv buyers i'm not talking about covid lockdown customers I'm talking about true RV buyers. The guys that have been buying RVs or thinking about buying RVs forever. There are more of them today than there were a year ago. There are more of them today than there was in 2019. There are more of them today than there was in 2016 and 17. They're out there. It is January of an election year, and I am the busiest I've been since June of 2023. And if you want to go one step forward, one step further, I'm as busy as I was in the biggest month of 2021 for the dealership I worked for, which was Beaumont RV. I was busier than I was during the biggest month we had, which was May of 2021. I am busy. Am I doing as many deals as I want to? No. Because people have a lot of RVs to go through. That's the only problem that we're going to have with this Tampa Bay show. This Tampa Bay show, the, the, the gauge it's going to bring the industry and what dealers are going to think, they're going to fuck themselves because they're going to think because nobody bought or not as many people bought in Tampa Bay as they should, they're not going to order as many. So the bad news for you, the customer, is I predict today that in 2020, by March of 2024, 2024 year models are going to become scarce. Because dealers are not going to order them. The majority of dealers, even Camping World, even Bishes, even RV retailers, which is Blue Compass, Lazy Days, General RV, Ron Hoover, they ain't going to order shit. They're not going to order in the masses for 2024 year model. So if that's what you were depending on, you're, you're going to have an easier time finding a 2023 at a heavy discount. I'm telling you right now, probably not what a lot of you want to hear. Most of you are like, oh, no, 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 you're, you're full of crap. You don't want to talk about, kid. There's going to be plenty of them out there. No, there isn't. Because Tampa Bay is going to be misconstrued. It's not going to be like reality. 
because there's not going to be deals made because of laziness. And then there's another second part of that equation. That second part is there's a surplus of RVs in the market right now. A massive surplus. More than what a normal market can take. So people have options and they're going to shop. They're going to buy. It would not shock me. The way business is going right now, the way the phone calls, the internet leads, the, the, the inquiries I'm getting on social media, the emails you guys are sending me, I am getting the sense that 2024 is going to be a bigger year on the retail side during a fucking election year than it was last year. This is out of control great. I'm excited. I'm getting calls all the way from East Texas. I'm getting calls from Montana, Wyoming, South Dakota, North Washington State, and I'm in freaking Southern Nevada. This is exciting. There's buyers in the market. There's more people calling and making phone calls and inquiries in the last three weeks than they did in the last three months. This is super exciting. I'm down with it. My mind is blown. You guys, as, an, as a customer base have reached out to me and made me feel like, Jesus Christ, we are going to have a bitchin' year. I'm loving it. I love it because it means that, it means that people are realizing that the media and politicians don't run our life, don't run who we are, and don't make decisions that affect what we want to do as human beings. And that, to me just brings out all this positive energy and excitement in me. Well, that's it for today. Have a great evening and we'll see you next time.